Welcome one and all to Dare to Be Better. <laughs> With Ray and Sid. <laughs> I was late on that. I know. I can do, what is that called, mouth? Oh, the, uh, the lip syncing. I, I can do yeah. lip syncing a lot of times. I was on late the, on the uh, take on that, sorry. I know. Yeah. I'm happy to be here with you once again in fabulous Las Vegas. How long have I been here now? Like a year? I don't know, but we just had some of the greatest tacos on earth. Oh my God, were these tacos good? Come on. And he was going to have two. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I need three, four, or five. She eats three. She's like, well, I'm not going to. I'm just not going to. You don't take that kind of gamble. No, no, when no. when someone says we're going to go get tacos and they are great, then you go. Because if they're crappy, uh, you eat right. one and you save the rest. But if they're good, see what I'm saying? You didn't these were out. good tacos. I mean, they're not Los Angeles tacos, but these were good tacos. Yeah, yeah. they were good tacos. Man, oh, man. We always receive great content. I have to thank you guys and girls out there. We have to thank you for all of your feedback. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been amazing. We have... Um, Tons of email. We're going to be on the air for a couple of years just fulfilling. Even if you don't want us. That's right. Like <laughs> us or not, we're going to be here. Even so, if it's bad. So you might as well just start to love us. Right. Mm-hmm. Resistance is futile. We're like that mole. <laughs> exactly. What? <laughs> that mole that you don't necessarily have to get rid of. Right. You know, and then you sort of start going, oh, it's fine. Yeah, well, at this point, I've had it this long. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. It's like the furniture. Mm-hmm. Our topic this week. Mm-hmm. Um, what exactly was it? <laughs> you don't remember either, do you? Can't wait. Wait. Oh. <laughs> we have the email. Okay, let me look. Oh, we're going to have to look. I'm sorry. We're going to have to cheat, people. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. You know, we're actually a guest in a studio. And uh, I'll oh, ask. Are there rules on how to apologize? Are there rules on how to apologize? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have we'll have to give Caesar some props and uh, in the credits we're gonna have to um, we're gonna have to um, drop the studio name. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. We're rolling. We've been rolling for like three minutes here. I hope you're ready. No, I'm not ready. Let me let me go wash up. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. What are we talking about again? Does it matter? <laughs> are there rules on how to apologize? You oh, owe yeah. me an apology, Sid. <laughs> okay. Get out the rule book. You have the rules on how to apologize. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are you going to start it? Rules on how to apologize? No, I don't think so. I think if it comes from the heart and you're contrite, your apology should be sufficient. Okay, so let's talk about this because I think this subject that this person, I don't even know, do you know who they, doesn't matter, well, maybe it does. Who was it? Is somebody back east? Um, you know what? I'm going to have to put it in the credits because I don't okay. have it so in sorry. So professional. Okay. Again, well, you know what happened? Again, full disclosure. As you noticed, we're in a different location. We're in Los Angeles. Or Los, An- Las Vegas, <laughs> not Los Angeles. <laughs> Caesar, is this uh, Los Angeles? <laughs> Las Where Vegas. are we? <laughs> Good night, kids. <laughs> and none of this is going. Oh my gosh! Oh, go yes, ahead. we're in Los Angeles, and um, we're usually, in Las Vegas. Las Vegas? Did I say Los Angeles? Again? 
Damn it. I say this is Los Angeles. It's Los Angeles. Change all the signs. Okay. okay. Go ahead. It'll just be like... I'll be wherever you are. It'll be new Los Angeles. All right? You'll have to do like Nuevo Los Angeles or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> Well, the show has just become one long gag reel. We were talking about the fact that I didn't have my laptop in front of me. Oh, yeah. You didn't have yours. We have the luxury of an engineer who knows what he's doing for a change. And, uh, yeah. So So now we don't really have to do much. And we still... No, and we we have less to do. And our one job, we can't do that efficiently. Yeah, yeah. Rules on how to apologize. Mm -hmm. Um... Who did it come from? Well, like I said, we'll put that in the credits. Yeah, credits. But um, as far as I'm concerned, no. I don't think there are any rules. I just think you have to be contrite. You have to mean it. Okay. And you have to deliver the apology. Okay. I don't think there's a time frame. I don't think... I just think you have to really mean it. And you have to... You also have to be willing to make Mm. amends Mm -hmm. if you can. Okay. So, this is why I think it's so interesting because... Everybody apologizes differently, right? right? And if if we're going to only accept an apology one way, we may never, quote unquote, get our apology. So so here's an example. Um, A girlfriend of mine years and years ago has um, a Christmas with her. What would her husband with that? What doesn't matter? Her husband's family. Okay. And her husband's family says, yes. Come on, oh gosh. Come on over. We're going to have a family celebration. So she goes over, brings her, I believe her baby at the time was, I don't know, seven months, seven, eight months old. Right. Brings the baby over and everyone's celebrating. Everyone's having a good time. And then it's time for them to play games, Christmas games that the grandma would play with all the kids. And all of a sudden, all of the little kids get to play the Christmas game, but my girlfriend's daughter and the the husband's mom, I think right. is who it was. Grandma. Grandma says, yes, but these, and I don't know why she would consider this. These are the grandchildren. These are the youngest grandchildren. So these are the ones that are going to play the game. Now, she handpicked kids. Mm-hmm. Out of a bunch of other kids. And my girlfriend's baby was not even the youngest. I think my girlfriend's baby was second to youngest. Okay? So that that baby was left out. And all the other babies got to play. So long story short, my girlfriend started getting more and more angry as there's no stockings available. There's stockings for every other child just not for her child. And she said that she had told the grandma, look, if you would have said to me, we're going to hand out stockings, I would have brought stockings. You know, you for, If you didn't have <clears throat> enough, I would have supplemented, of course. Yeah. And my girlfriend tells me that she brought packages and gifts for all the other children, but there was no one brought any gifts for her child. So years go on. She was obviously very hurt over that. Years go on and years go on, like eight years, and no apology. But finally, the grandma one day reaches out to her and said, you're through, I think it's crazy, I think it was through LinkedIn or something like that, and said, I just want you to know, I think you're 
an outstanding mom and I think that you really do have your child's best interest at heart and you're very nurturing. Okay, so <clears throat> my girlfriend says to me, that's not an apology. She thinks we can just start chatting. That's not an apology. And I had to say to her, just take a moment, take a deep breath. People only give what they own. Right. So they maybe the, can, yeah. right, maybe the grandma is doing her best to apologize. And this is the only way she knows how to apologize. So you can either accept that olive branch mm -hmm. or you don't, but that's totally up to you. But if you're waiting or I haven't coughed. Well, we're going to ignore it. <clears throat> okay. We're going to move forward. Okay, so she, I said that you get to choose now. You're now in the driver's seat. You can accept the olive branch and, and know that she's just giving you what she owns or not. But if you don't, you might be sitting around the rest of your life waiting for that apology that, that you think needs to be in a certain box with a certain bow. So I think apologies come in several different ways and learning how to accept how somebody gives that apology because it, often it's not going to be the way you think it should be gifted. Would you yeah, agree? Yeah, absolutely. You can't you can't dictate the specifics of an apology that right. somebody else is giving <clears throat> you. It's like it's like you give me a birthday gift and I went, "No, no." We and we talked about this mm -hmm. at Christmas. You know, you can't tell me how you're going to give me the gift of an apology. Right. Do you think or, the apology has to have um, the word I'm sorry in it? Not necessarily. You can say I apologize or I'm accountable. What or, if that was never done? See, like with that grandma, she did never say that. I don't think you have to say the words I'm sorry. I think you can express it. And I mean, it could be anything. It could be, listen, um, I was wrong. <laughs> and, you know... I, I need your forgiveness, or would you forgive me? There's a lot of different ways. And, but you saw how that grandma didn't say any of that, right? She just said, I wanted to reach out to tell you I think you're a good mom. I think you're nurturing. Well, that's not an apology. So In, in my... Okay, so okay. that's exciting that we're disagreeing again. Okay. <laughs> but in my, in my opinion, I don't think that's an apology. I think that's an olive branch. Okay. I think that... <clears throat> It's a compliment, and it's a way of... I mean, listen, I could think, hey, you're just trying to butter me up for another favor or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because that's the girlfriend, mm -hmm. right, is saying, well, is that really an apology? Right. So I said to her, again, that's about um, point of view or how you choose to look at that. Right. Because the individual that reached out and hasn't reached out for eight years reaches out and gives you these pluses about being a mom, right? Mm -hmm. She may not own... because. Often you have to be pretty uh, secure with yourself right. to be able to say, because if you're not secure with yourself, that's what keeps people from saying, I'm sorry, or I was wrong. Because as soon as you say you're sorry or you're wrong, if you're not secure with yourself, it takes a cut at you. Like it makes you a less of a person or it devalues you. But if you're fulfilled and you're secure with yourself, now I can say, Ray, I really apologize. I know that really hurt you. I'm sorry. But it doesn't make me less of a person. It actually makes me a bigger more person. A person. Of course it does. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> see, that's the problem is I don't I don't see it as that big a deal 
And okay, I'm different. But yeah, because oh. you're secure with yourself. Granted, I appreciate that, but mm-hmm. you have to find a way. I mean, she didn't have to say the words "I'm sorry." She could have said, "I wish things could have been different," and you know, I hope you can forgive me. Mm-hmm. Or and there's a hundred different ways you could say that. Mm-hmm. But you know, oh, I think you're a great mom. That's just mm-hmm. a statement. That's just a kind word. But yeah. to me, <clears throat> that could be opening the door for an apology. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's finishing the yeah. apology. I think because it really doesn't take a whole lot. I mean, you, if if you mean it, it shouldn't be hard. Right. If you're, and when you're ready. Right. I understand it's swallowing some pride. I mean, personally, I don't. But I understand how other people could feel like mm-hmm. this is a compromise of... Um, not a compromise, but it's swallowing pride. It's, it's you know, you have to basically admit you were wrong, mm-hmm. which is hard for a lot of people. You're right. Right. And you have to be able to recognize that you hurt somebody or you wronged somebody mm-hmm. and that it ha- you need amends. Mm-hmm. I apologize every day, it feels like. for <laughs> To someone. To somebody, because you know it's perfect. You can't get, go throughout a day doing things and accomplishing things and not breaking a couple of eggs along the way it happens Mm -hmm. you cut somebody off in traffic you know you cut someone off at the supermarket anything Mm -hmm. could be the smallest thing i took the last donut i you know whatever right you know it's what does it take hey i'm sorry okay so here's this is just like the devil's advocate Mm -hmm. okay so if we're dealing with a lot of people i mean society is filled with individuals that lack balance Mm -hmm. um aren't fulfilled on their own they lack confidence all these things and these are typically things that one needs to be filled up with in order to say the word i'm sorry so if we're dealing with all of these types of people my point is is that you may never get the kind of apology you deserve or that you're waiting for but if you're able to look at the behavior, let's say um, I have a friend that he used to do things, he would feel bad about something, he was not big enough to say I'm sorry, but he would start doing kinder things. You see what I'm saying? He was kinder and doing those more thoughtful things. And so I would say, okay, this is how he apologizes. I'm willing to accept the behavior of being kinder to me as the apology then because i'm never going to hear that right there i i have to agree um actions do speak louder than words Mm -hmm. and those actions are absolutely in the right direction they're contrite you're right some people just can't do it i don't understand why but i don't have to Mm -hmm. at that point i think it's on well it's not on you but at that point i think you just have to be proactive and let them off the hook and say, I forgive right. you. Right, okay. So, In the act of forgiveness. So, yeah, it's that you're you're coming more than halfway and going, yeah, I know what you meant to say, mm-hmm. and I forgive you. And I forgive you. Cause so. it, because it's that thing that I feel like gets people stuck. They're stuck, and they, they're constantly waiting for that apology, and they just, they're feeling angry mm-hmm. and more, I don't oh, know, yeah. used. So if they can find a way to go, just exactly what you did, Right. Okay. And I've been that person a hundred times. Like, you want me to apology? What's wrong with you? You know, mm-hmm. you haven't closed this. I'm still maybe not angry, but I mean, you know, I'm, I've am i been wronged. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just apologize and admit mm-hmm. what you did was wrong? Mm-hmm. Either the person hasn't come around and realized they did something that was wrong. 
Right. They won't admit it. Or like you said, you know the story you told about the um, the carriage and the cart full of groceries, how you never got to thank you for those things? <clears throat> oh, yes, 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 Same yes. thing. That person is so mired in shame mm-hmm. that, you know, they feel like, well, anything I say is going to just, uh, who knows, maybe they'll burst into tears. Right. We don't know. Right, right. Everyone's different. So, it really, you, it should not be too much of a task to actually look someone in the eye and say, I know what I did was hurtful to you. Okay, here's well, another one. Whether it was wrong or right, I apologize. Okay, sorry about that. That's okay. So, on the radio, I was listening to a DJ, and he was very frustrated because he was waiting. He needed an apology, and the individual gave him an apology, but it was through text. Okay. He didn't like that. What are your thoughts? It's impersonal. It <clears throat> means more to me if you can come to me face-to-face over a cup of coffee or whatever. You know, we can mm-hmm. hug it out, slug it out, whatever. Um, a phone call is still more personable than a text. Mm-hmm. But a text at least is a form of communication. It's like writing a letter. Mm-hmm. And writing a letter is considered very personal. So it's an effort. Right. And if you said I'm, if you said I'm sorry in a text, I think it means more to me than if I came to you face to face and said, hey, you make good brownies, you know? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, everyone's different. Every relationship is different. Right. You know, if um, I came to your house and I spilled coffee on your rug, mm-hmm. you know, I'd be, oh, I'm sorry. Let me help you clean that up. But if I just right. left it there, and you're right. like, look at this pig. You never even told me. That's the worst part. You could right. have at least said something. Right. But I texted you the next day and said, hey, Sid, you know, You might want to look under that chair that I just moved. I'm a jerk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you and I have the relationship <clears throat> where a text will do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're talking 20, 30 years where family members have been fighting mm-hmm. or holding that resentment for that long. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's all the time. People do it all the time. I don't think a text is going to work then. I think then you have to at least pick up the phone mm-hmm. at the very least. So mm-hmm. every single instance is going to be unique. Right. But I don't, think, I don't think sidestepping it in this in that one case, you know, hey, you're a good parent. That's that's not that's a false equivalency to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to cut it in that case. Mm. But again, it's me. <clears throat> if that okay. other person looks at it as as hey, that's you open the door to communication. That's on them. Okay. So as we're talking about, if there's rules to um, apologizing, it kind of bleeds its own self into forgiveness, mm-hmm. right? So there's that practice the of forgiveness on the other side because if you is it harbor. 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 If you harbor that feeling, right, of resentment and anger and frustration, again, it's only hurting you. Oh, it's toxic. It's poison. Right. And if you're waiting around for that apology that may never come, now it's your opportunity to go, you know what? I'm going to practice forgiveness. Right. And understanding that this person is where they are. Everybody's where they are. Right, we're all not at the same level. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not talking as value as a person, right? But as in abilities, as a person, and we're all in our own place. And I, so, I do think it it comes now down to that individual, like my girlfriend. Now she needs to determine. All right, was that enough of an apology? Mm-hmm. Can I accept that as an apology, or am I going to practice forgiveness? And with forgiveness. It can't be conditional. Once you give it, you know, that person might not even be sorry. Right. And you have to decide whether or not you want to forgive that right. person. Right. And that's really hard. That's very hard. 
Yeah. When you know that person isn't contrite, maybe they, especially if they know what they did, and they were just like, well, but you have to forgive them. Right. I mean, you know, in my <coughs> Judeo-Christian upbringing, mm-hmm. you have to forgive. You're right. I mean, it's just, because like you said, it will just eat you up. You, yeah. Yeah. So, and it's hard. It's harder when, you know, it's somebody who's close to you and you feel like they wronged you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, someone cuts you off in traffic. It's like, oh, forget it. Two seconds later, you'll never see them again. Right. But a brother or a sister, a spouse, you know, somebody who is close to you who should be doing the right thing. Right. The ones who normally take you for granted, let's face right. it. Right. That hurts the most because these are the person, these are the people who should have your back. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. they don't, you know, it, it's, uh, you just you just feel like, well, if I can't trust you, who the hell can I trust? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you just have to be able to unconditionally give that forgiveness and be fine with it. So what do you think um, for, for yourself? What can a person do to find the ability to apologize? What can a person do to find mm-hmm. the ability to, to yeah, apologize? Yeah, because a lot of people, I'm telling you, a lot of people cannot apologize. Yeah, I think you just have to search your heart and soul. I mean, it's not an academic question. It's just a matter of, you know, are you full of enough remorse where, you know, that's more important than your pride. Mm-hmm. You know, because it will hurt your pride in a lot of cases. Right. First, you have to admit you were wrong, mm-hmm. and then you have to express it and that's probably harder for some people right you know just to open up in, in general yeah but um, you know it's the only way I think you can move forward mm-hmm. yeah because really truth be told an apology really does make you a bigger person of course it does sure and I think a lot of people just have that thought process it's backwards they mm-hmm. think it makes them a weaker person a lesser right. person but the ability to really step forward and take that ownership it's actually building you up you, you become stronger from it than if you continue to push it away and try to point you know how people are always yeah. pointing their finger at someone or something else yeah that ability to really own something you learn from it right and you mm-hmm. go mm, i don't want i don't want to make that error again and uh, there's a beauty in feeling remorse. I don't think remorse is a bad thing. I think it's quite beautiful thing because when you feel remorseful, you're now having empathy, right? And concern for someone. And now you're going to own it. You're going to try to do your best to write it. And now you're a better person because of it. Yeah. And, you know, it does humble you. Mm. And that's the part I think that a lot of people have the problem with is you have to show humility. Yeah. And you have to you know, you you feel like, well, now I'm a wrong below that person, which isn't the reality of it, but that's what it must feel like. Right. I think for people, many people, you know, mm-hmm. well, now I'm in the wrong and, you know. And now I'm a lesser person and look at all the errors I've made and. Uh, yeah, I don't want to feel I must like be dumb sure. or stupid or whatever. Or just looked upon as, uh, oh, you look, you made a mistake. When in reality, we all do. Yeah. But at the time, I couldn't understand for somebody, especially oh, yeah. if you're younger and you're immature. You know, as time goes on, it should get easier in theory. Right. We know that's not always the case. Right. Sometimes people get more headstrong. Oh, yeah. As uh, older people. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get more set in your ways. Mm-hmm. And you're convinced that, hey, my way is the right way because I've been doing this my whole life. Mm-hmm. 
In fact, I, I would agree with you. I see uh, often older people unable to really apologize sure. compared to somebody who's younger. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I could talk about it. My own mom, I had a good relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Tempestuous at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I felt that she maybe, you know, yelled at my daughter and was excessive, mm-hmm. you know, I would ask her, listen, you know, this is this is how I I manage my daughter and stuff. And, you know, Emma thinks you were a little tough on her. Mm-hmm. And she'd get, she'd get angry. Mm. And she's... Like she, her attitude was like, "How dare you correct me in my own house?" Mm. Well, you can be wrong in your own house. I'm constantly <laughs> wrong in my own house. You're in fact, that's where I'm probably wrong the most. Yeah, of wrong. Yeah, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Exactly. <laughs> so, and to me, that just made no sense. It's like you can, you can be accountable. You should be accountable in your mm-hmm. own house. And I loved my mom. I loved my dad. Sure. I miss them both immeasurably. But I was, I was good with, you know, mm-hmm. at the end, we forgave each other. We told each other we loved each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that not only felt good, it was just a relief. Right. Because can you imagine losing somebody before you had a chance Yeah. to close that? Yeah. It'd be terrible. Yeah. It would be, you'd never forgive yourself. Right. It'd be what if for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So is it worth it? I mean, that's the worst part of it. Holding a grudge. Is just assuming God's going to give you another day on this earth. Right. Which is the most arrogant thing you could possibly think. Right. So I never, ever go to bed mad at somebody. Mm. Never. I don't care. I'll really? call them four in the morning. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I guess I'm asking. I guess that's regarding people who are close to you, not yeah, exactly. business. Or else you're going to. No, I mean, you can, you can. Or someone who's close in business might be different. You can have like an open invoice so to speak as far as you owe me an apology it doesn't mean that I'm you know actively angry at you and I went to bed saying I hate you and I hope you die or or just leaving it like a gaping festering wound like mm-hmm. if you and I have like a, a blow up outside it'll happen one day eventually yeah someday it might have already happened but um, we'll never tell yeah you'll have to just catch it on air no, I mean, eventually, you know, you're going to say something, I'm going to say something stupid, and, you know, we're going to have it out. And I bet you we won't. I think we'll be able to communicate well enough. Probably. Yeah. But, you know, and listen, I'm just trying to throw it out there as an example. We're trying to lead by example, Sydney Hall. But um, I would never want to go to bed thinking, okay, well, one of us could not wake up tomorrow morning, and uh, the last thing I said to you was F you, or, you know. Yeah. And then I would say, are you messing with me? Because you know how you say a lot of things and I don't know right. the truth. <laughs> so that to me is absolutely the biggest fear mm-hmm. of uh, leaving something like that unresolved. Right. You know, you just, you won't get a second chance until uh, hopefully you're reunited. Yeah. You know. I know. And you know, I have to tell you guys, it, I'm a new person, by the way. I'm a new person because of this. But I literally beat death by one day. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. And this was recent. See how I'm smiling? Because I'm very excited to still be alive. Because I had that um, that bladder infection that became a kidney infection. And then I had no idea, which is really weird, that I had no idea. And I was just sleeping and sleeping. And I, I was unresponsive to my girls. I mean, for over a week, 
I was just sleeping. It was crazy. And then one day, my daughter comes in, and my oldest daughter, who's she's not huggy huggy type daughter, and she just lays down right on top of me and she's crying like she's lost the, her dog mm-hmm. and she's like mom I, I feel like you're dying you have to get up out of bed and I remember thinking in my head I, I feel like I'm dying like I was losing my kick you know I think I can um, correlate that story to what we're talking about she no longer took it for granted the same way yeah it was Just, interesting yeah. and I um, that was the moment where I thought to myself Oh my gosh, I think she's right. I got to get up out of bed, Mm -hmm. you know? So I got out of bed and went to the hospital and they told me if I would have laid in bed one more day, uh, my blood was turning septic and poof, done. There wouldn't have been another day. See how fragile life is? Yeah, absolutely. If I was mad at you and didn't know that, Mm -hmm. imagine what could have happened. Yeah. It's not worth it, people. No. If you're, if you're, you're angry sorry. at somebody, yeah, just, just say you're sorry and mean it. That's the mm-hmm. thing. You can't just say you're sorry, have it half-assed, and then, yeah. yeah. And you don't even have to feel like you're wrong. You can just say, I'm sorry that I hurt you, Ray. Right, exactly. I didn't mean to For hurt you. For my part. It takes uh-huh. two to tango, and, you know, yeah. I'm sorry for it. I'm sorry for my part in it. Yeah. Really, it's, it, and it feels great. It when does. you finally do reconcile. And again, you, you don't have to be wrong no. to say you're sorry. Oh, that's lovely. That's a good ending. Look at Toodles. that. Toodles. The way you just put a bow on that. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Sydney Hall, you are a pro. Thank you. <laughs> you kids out there, keep writing. We love the content we're getting. Ray and Sid Show at gmail.com. We read it all. And if we do read it on the air, we're going to send you something cool. Something. All right. Well, I think we're out of here. We got to go hit the uh, strip before we have to leave Las Vegas oh, yeah. for good. True. Kids, always remember, dare to be better. With Ray and Sid. Later. Bye. Hey, thanks for checking us out. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to this channel and please tell your friends. We'd also love it if you headed over to daretobebettershow.com for tons of cool photos, extras, and a chance to shop for some sweet show swag. Say that five times fast. I can barely say it once. If you keep coming, we'll keep delivering. Thanks again.